Hey guys, today we have Laura Gummerman on the podcast from GummerGal.com, and she's also a contributing writer for A Beautiful Mess. We're going to be addressing self-confidence when you're not feeling so hot, and it's kind of fun to listen to Laura's take on it, because can we just say, Katie? She's a total Laura's a total hottie. Total hottie. Um, so this proves that you can be a total hottie and still not feel real hot sometimes. Mm. <laughs> We're also going to cover self-confidence, address working from home as a mom and the balance and struggle with that, and also what it's like to be home with your child when you have a traveling spouse. So there's lots of great content. Mm-hmm. But before we get into that, we have to, of course, thank our oh, yes. uh, great fake sponsor, Laura's and mm-hmm. Cats. So yeah. they heard that, and this episode is brought to you uh, <laughs> by... Uh, dressing, dressing your, your cat cat like like a human like a human <laughs> right it's a co it's a, a co- cooperative dressing your cat like a human they meet like on tuesdays I think. uh-huh yeah okay um dressing your cat like a human it's hard to use a lint roller on on their clothes <clears throat> they're like <laughs> their jumpsuit is so furry it's just, you can never get all the lint all right you know what you here's, do, Laura. You go to jail. here's Laura here's Laura get into it okay okay Shaylee I have unlocked a secret in my personality type that I didn't know about and now it's oh. like I'm a superhuman yes okay I want to tell you about it it's called batching right okay I've yeah. learned that I can be super productive if I'm doing one chore for a long period of time versus if I try to do a little bit every single day I'm really mm. really good at batching and you know what that applies to cooking dinner but wait katie dinner's every night you have to cook dinner every night because you can't just eat all dinners in one day yes no no but you can prep all your dinners in one day not even a day like an hour or two i'm super fast now you get all the thinking done for the week all the prep done and then the night of yes Mm. the night of you just pop it in the old oven and it's heated up on the stovetop Yes. And it's ready to go. It's ready and to go. And then you look like, honey, I've been slaving away for hours at this oven. Yeah. Cut to me with my feet things. up on an ottoman. <laughs> I just reading got a good visual. Magazines. You're you're a genius. Yeah. I think you're a genius. Um, prep dish is awesome. Guys, prep dish is a meal planning service where every week you get a grocery list and prep ahead instructions so that all your meals are ready for the week with no guesswork needed. Prep dish does the planning for you so you no longer have to think about meals. Visit PrepDish.com slash SK, where the founder, Allison, is giving all of our listeners a free two-week trial to check it out for themselves. Guys, it's a no-brainer. PrepDish.com slash SK. Clap her in, Laura Government! Thank you so much for being here. Oh, you're welcome. You gorgeous. Oh, thank you. I would say the same for you, but you know I can't see you, so. We tricked her into sharing her Skype video with us, but us turning it off. We're borderline stalkers. We can see her, but she can't see us. (laughs) She knows about it, we think. Okay, so we want to get straight into this. Um, You had a post on Instagram that I found really inspiring. So we're going to talk a bit about um, self-confidence, being a mom. But before we get into that, I want to hear just a little bit about your professional journey so everyone's on the same page. Ooh, professional. Yeah, so tell us where you used to work and then what you do now. Well, um, after college, so I had like uh, an art major and a theology studies major, and I did some like Mexican restaurant working, you know, the classic after college. Um, And then I worked actually at my alma mater for almost four years, kind of in their admissions department. And then... In the college? uh, Sorry, what? Your college alma mater, I'm guessing. Yes, my college alma mater, my undergraduate alma mater. Um, (laughs) and then I ended up um we had a friend that we've been friends with for a long time Jeremy Larson who had a new girlfriend uh named Elsie and so we got to know her as they were dating and getting married and um she saw me redo a house by myself basically so we bought a house while my husband Todd who's a traveling musician was on tour and um as something to do and fun and the house needed it I renovated it by myself while he was on tour for three months and she basically (laughs) saw um the house flip and was like why don't you come work for us at this blog and I was like okay I've never read a blog before (laughs) <laughs> and so like I wasn't like super into blogging or anything I was just like all right um 
And then um, I think I had like started, I actually had kind of started a little like a side blog somewhere around that point just to kind of keep my writing skills going because after I got um, a master's in theology kind of for fun, um, I didn't, <laughs> well, I didn't want to stop writing because I really enjoy writing. And so I was like, what can I do that keeps me writing, but I don't want to write like a book. And so, you know, that's when like blogs were blowing up and I was like, oh, I'll just make like a little blog and then I can just keep writing um so anyway so I was like just learning how to like do that and um then I started working with them and that's five years ago now wow that's crazy so yeah so I first kind of started as project assistant helping Elsie and Emma with their posts and now I'm one of the main authors um on the blog so I do my own posts and and lots of other things too there but um yeah so I kind of went from like zero to a hundred and I get yeah. a lot of people that will ask me, like, so how do you get a job on a big blog like that? And I'm like, um, know somebody's girlfriend that has a blog <laughs> and then be friends with them because that's... Your answer should be a theological degree. The only that's advice. A master's in theology. And a master's in theology. And you will it get that yeah, dream <laughs> blog job. Um, mm. But no, so I, mean, I, I think it really was that house. I mean, not that she wouldn't have ever seen me do other projects because I was doing DIYs all the time anyways. But um, but I just did that house because I wanted to and I liked it and I enjoyed the grueling process that redoing a house is. And so I basically got it by doing something that I enjoyed doing. So that's probably a better story. Yeah, doing you did what you love and then you got a yes. job doing what you love exactly yeah that's good so how did you like get to make the leap to full-time right away or did you have to kind of like no I was full-time but I wasn't um creating my own posts I was just kind of helping with whatever okay. the blog or different posts or authors or whoever needed so and they were writing a book at the time too so I was helping with like things for the book so I think I was there maybe a year before they were kind of like, okay, I think you could do your own post now. And I was like, uh, I'll give it a shot. <laughs> and then, you know, now like I've, I mean, I haven't counted like how many I've done over five years, uh, a lot. including my own blog, you know, but there's been a lot of blogging, very bloggy blogger. <laughs> we just, we just went to get lunch and Katie goes, this is cool in my car what is this and I go that's my essential oils diffuser that I made off of Laura's blog post we're getting ready to interview look you're making a difference I felt so calm you're making a difference oh good guys I'm so glad and it's so cute too right I mean they're really cute calm and cute I have let it go dry so it's actually like doesn't smell really good right now but it will yes it could it will it could Okay. okay so love that journey um, I would like to hear a little bit more. Let's let's get a little deeper. Get a little mm-hmm. deeper. Dig mm-hmm. deeper. Um, I'd like to hear a little bit um, about your self confidence journey. Ooh. You mentioned um, on your Instagram. I think you said between middle school and high school was when that kind of started. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's that different from any other girl (laughs) you know you get into middle school and you start having like thoughts about yourself either criticizing or positive or comparing or whatever you just start noticing that that's like a thing to notice Mm -hmm. yourself um and then yeah going through high school I mean I think I felt pretty decent like pretty normal pretty average for the most part as far as just finding out who you are But I think when I got into college, maybe just like a bigger pool of people, more people to compare to, um, I don't know what it was, or just the age, but um, yeah, it just felt harder and harder to have a positive thought about myself, which Hmm. sucks. I mean, nobody wants to feel that way. And and for me, it was definitely like a weight thing too. I was very focused on my weight and even starting to like skip meals and things like that, like super unhealthy. Um, And... I think if you ever say anything like, oh, I used to have a problem with self-esteem, but I got past that, everybody kind of wants to know, like, well, how did you do that? Like, what what e-course did you do or what Bible, right. what Bible verse did you read that you're magically right. healed or like whatever? 
And again, like I have a terrible answer. Like, it's just like, I don't know. It just kind of went away at some point. Yeah. And I, I think the, the only thing I can really pinpoint was I think I just, I think I just got really tired of feeling that way. It's exhausting to hmm. constantly be comparing yourself to constantly be upset to, um, it's just not fun. You're just not having any fun in your life. And I think yeah. I just thought like, how would my life be if I didn't feel this way? Like if I just let this go and was like, who cares if my butt is thin or fat or, you know, whatever, like stop hating the things that you have, especially things that you can't change that you have, you know, if you don't like your haircut, mm -hmm. go get a different haircut. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I think I just got like, this is no way to live and when I realized that, I think it just kind of helped me turn everything around. And so probably slowly, I just would have a thought that would come in instead of letting it keep going. I would just be like, you know what, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with that. Like, let, let's go do something else or think about something else. And I think the more you can teach yourself to do that and to stop those thoughts and to kind of redirect like you do with children sometimes, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, then you just kind of train your brain to stop thinking those things. And so I think that's what happened in retrospect at the time. I don't think I was really realizing it, but I, that's probably what it was. Hmm. That's good. So that is good. Of course, we're gazing at your beautiful face. And we're right. Going, oh my gosh. If you don't know what Laura looks like, don't look her up. Don't look her up. Because this might, yeah, but that's feel, you'll feel really connected and then you'll look her up and be like, wait, <laughs> that's the, no that's the thing like it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't matter because it's only what you see in the mirror you know it's that's yeah. the only it's never like don't go get a boyfriend or don't tell your mom or whatever because they're just gonna be like what's the problem you look beautiful and you're like well that did nothing that didn't right. help at all it's not about you it's about me you know so yeah no totally it's a mindset and you'll yeah we're women in general, but people are just really good about being really critical of themselves. Yes. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. 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 For sure. So then there's another journey that has happened to you somewhat recently. Mm -hmm. A human about a, about a year <laughs> and nine months ago. A Human's year and two days ago. Yeah. Through your body. A, a year yeah. and two days and then a pregnancy ago. Um, so tell us about becoming a mom. Um, well, it's been great and overwhelming and exhausting and terrifying and scary and the best and the worst and, you know, so many things wrapped up into one. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's life changing in so many ways and everybody tells you that and it's all true. Um, as far as the body part of that, I think so like after the college thing or probably halfway through the college thing when I started feeling better. Uh, I hit like a really good stride, I guess you could call it, to where mm -hmm. I was like feeling good, like in a good zone. And it wasn't like nothing could tear me down. I was just kind of this like, you know, confidence on legs all the time. She wore a bikini for three years straight. I did. The grocery store, everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> um, I bent over a lot, you know, to pick up things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I dropped a lot of stuff that year. But it wasn't like, it wasn't a battle I was constantly fighting. It would be like, right, oh, right. I feel terrible today, or oh, this outfit makes me look awful, or like you're having a bad hair week or whatever, you know. Um, or comparison. I mean, that's always something I think you have to fight for the rest of your life, especially now in like social media age and this and that. That is so easy to get sucked into. So I would have those things pop up, but it wasn't like... It, it wasn't like I was fighting it all the time. It was just like little flies that you would kind of like flick away every so often. Like, no, 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 I don't want to go there. Get out. Um, and so, yeah, so probably starting with pregnancy because that's a big body change. Um, mm -hmm. But it didn't even really hit me then. I mean, I definitely had times where I was like, I don't want to go out. I don't want to get dressed up. I don't want to look in a mirror. Like everything feels like weird and off. But I think you're so much more focused, at least for me, just on like, you just feel like crap. I didn't care as much that I looked like crap. <laughs> I just was like, if I could just feel better, that would be great rather than uh -huh. like, if I just looked better, you know? Right. Cause yeah. I just had like a really sick kind of awful pregnancy for months and months. And at the end it was tough. So, um, so yeah, I think I was more focused on that. Um, so it wasn't really until after she like came out in quite a fashion, um, that 
I had to deal with the other parts of it. Which is what? Which is what? (laughs) Which is what? Well, um, I mean, it it just changes your body in so many ways and not like... Like, ones that I expected and ones that I didn't. Like, I didn't expect for parts of my body to instantly turn from, like, a solid state to a liquid state. (laughs) And, like, I thought that stuff happened, like, after your fifth kid, not, like, three weeks after your first kid. And so Uh I think those were a little surprising to me. Um, You know, you have to, like, pour your boobs into your bra now instead of, like... (laughs) put them in a bra or put a bra around that it's like a very different process and um this one involves a pitcher and and it's like the, the, the weird stuff too like my mom kind of warned me which i was glad she did like she said she got like a full onset of like baby bangs after we were born and i was like what are you talking uh, yeah. about and she described it and i was like that sounds terrible and i hope i don't have that and i do so so bad and like yeah they are just starting to like I'm thinking three months from now, maybe I can like deal with it. But you, because you know how you feel when you're having a bad hair day. It's just like, yeah, nothing's going right. You don't care if you like your outfit or you had a good latte or whatever. You're just like, oh, my hair just is ruining right. everything. Right. And I just feel like I'm like stuck in a bad hair day. And I've been in that <laughs> for six months now. And so it's just like that. I wasn't really expecting. I thought it'd be like all body things, not just like. Why do these little tiny, like, mustache bangs around my head <laughs> bother me so much? But they really, really do. And, like, it's the first thing I see in the mirror. It's the first thing I see in pictures. It's driving me crazy. Um, did you? Did your hair fall out before the baby bangs came? Oh, yeah. Because I was, like, straight bald person. Oh, like, yeah. I wore my hair. I was having a confident time because I got pancreatitis and lost a bunch of weight, which is a whole other <laughs> issue. But I... Uh, uh, Pulled my hair back in this, like, top bun, and I just looked back at a photo, and I was like, you were <laughs> bald, Shaylee. What yeah. were you thinking? There's no hair on the side of your head. Yeah. No, I lost so much hair. Come. It was terrifying. And that's what, because I think that so many people were like, well, just get bangs, you know, like, to fix the baby bangs. Which that would, except I don't have enough hair left in the front to <laughs> make bangs out of. Like, they would just be, like, weird little, like, wispy Bad they would always be greasy. You mm. could get a big roller brush, and they'll just be the see-through bangs. <laughs> exactly. Solved it. Like that's I need. I honestly looked up like clip-in bangs because <laughs> I know that that's like a thing. And I thought well, if I could just get like some thick, luxurious long bangs that like matched <laughs> well enough, because I have like you know hair Love extensions it. I've used before. I know that they like make fake clip-in bangs, right. but I yeah, I don't think I'm gonna go that route. I just have to wait it out, but. Um, yeah. Yeah. So things like I wasn't expecting having a bad hair day every day for six months to affect <laughs> me as much as it has necessarily. Right. I mean, not to mention it's piled on to like brand new responsibility like you've never had before, <clears throat> brand new sleep deprivation like you've never had before. Oh, yeah. Right. All at once. And your job includes <clears throat> like. Being in, Being in 20 photographs every day. Photos. Yeah. 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 And normally, like, that's fine. Like, you know, I don't, I'm not normally that self aware in that sense to where, like, like, um, Sarah Rhodes, our old photographer, was uh, so sweet. She'd always be like, after a shoot, she'd be like, would you like this picture better or that one? You know, like choosing pictures for a post. And I'm uh-huh. like, Sarah, just use whatever one you want. Like, I don't care. Like, right. I don't care how I look. Like, it's fine, you know. If it's not the best, best picture of me, like, there'll be another one in a post tomorrow. So, right. it's fine. Um, so, yeah, I never really care, but now it's just like, oh, yeah, there'll be in a lot of a lot of pictures. That's, that's cool. That's fine. Um, no, it's totally fine. Um, okay, so now that you're dealing with kind of, like, the new Laura, are there, do you have any strategies? Do you feel like you're just kind of, like, working through it all over again? Yeah, I mean, it definitely... It definitely takes time, and I feel like it's kind of hard because as soon as you, like, start to get over one thing, like, another thing pops up. Like, I didn't have the hair issues. I wasn't losing hair until four months in. I didn't have the baby bangs start to grow until six months in. Um, (laughs) You know, but then, like, the boob thing was kind of, like, right away. But then even, like, now, a year later, obviously, they look different even than the first uh, couple months in. So I think that that part's hard because you're always like, 
trying to like keep up with like oh, okay now this new thing is happening to my body kind of like in pregnancy but in reverse um right so so yeah i mean it's definitely think there's different approaches to it so depending on like what the problem is like if it's something that's easily fixable like the hair like the baby bangs are driving you crazy but you do have enough hair in the front to uh-huh. give yourself a nice little Bridget Bardot long fringe yeah. or something you know it's like then for the love of God do that because you're gonna right. feel better um, and other things like how it's changed your actual body or stretch marks or you know c-section scars or whatever I mean, that's just a whole other process of, like, appreciating your body for the amazing thing that it just went through and that it did. Um, And, you know, with boobs and and breastfeeding, and if you uh, have read even a couple of the crazy facts about breastfeeding, it's just off the charts amazing, like, how that works. Um, Uh And so being able to be a part of that even even for me like having low milk supply and having issues with that have, were really hard but just the fact that I was able to participate in that amazing system for you know part of part of the time that she was a baby like that's still that's still great you know and it's still worth it because it was mm-hmm. it was really good for her so um so I think you have to look at it from from that perspective as well and also just remembering like I just turned 33 two days ago, but, like, I'm only going to be 33 for the next 360-whatever days, and then I'm going to be older and older anyways. So it's not like I was going to have the boobs of a 32-year-old until I was 100. Like, you know, like, they were already older than they were when I was, like, 20 and probably getting saggier and whatever with time anyways. So it's like you don't get to keep those things forever anyways. Um, yeah. and so if that's you, a good way of looking at yeah, it. Yeah, so if you use car already. Yeah, it's like they've already got an expiration <laughs> date. I mean having a baby you did kinda like, you know, move that up a little, but like it's <laughs> worth it and you didn't like save yourself anything that wouldn't have been happening eventually anyway. So Right, true. I don't know. Um so there's that. So I you know, it's I think for some people it's very mental and very emotional and maybe it just stays in that arena because they don't feel right they don't feel like themselves they feel like a stranger in their own body and then for other people maybe it's more of the kind of cosmetic like they look in the mirror and they don't look the same um and so I think you kind of have to try and figure out which one it is for you and maybe it's a combination um but then kind of address which side kind of bothers you more or where that's coming from mm-hmm. if that makes yeah. sense so yeah, that's good yeah, it sounds like there's a bit of like kind of surrender that's happening too. That's like there's some peace and just being like, that's oh, inevitable. And yeah, well, yeah. Okay. And I, that's what you can't you can't fix it. It was gonna happen anyway. And you can, it's kind of like you were saying before. Even like you can chase this thing of staying exactly like a 25 year old face and body and feel yeah but it's it's you're never gonna get there yeah so you can freak out and spend a lot of energy or just be like i'm gonna be the hottest 60 year old i can be (laughs) yeah when i get there and there will be wrinkles and there will be sagging (laughs) but i've seen some uh, hot little 60 year old women with a cute little scarf tied around their neck and i'm like i can aim for that like i don't need to look 25 i can be a hot 60 year old but you know the other thing is too i think especially because i wonder if this is different or how this is different at all for like a 20 year old that just had a baby versus like a lot of people that I know mm. that are 35 having their first babies, you know, which is right. obviously more, more and more common, um, being older with your first kids, etc. So I think it's a little bit maybe of a double whammy because a lot of those women mm. are probably hitting their first baby, first pregnancy and what that does to you. Um, or, or and at the same time, they're also kind of starting to like get to that aging process a little right. more, where you're like, yeah. "Is that it? Is that a line? Is that yeah? Is it crow's feet? No. Is that a little? You know?" And so that's all happening at once. So it's like that's kind of not mm. helping. Is making it a right. little bit harder. So, um, as someone who had their first baby when I was twenty five, yes. I can validate that. 
Yeah, because I've had like seven and a half years of surrendering to weirdness. Yeah. Weird body. So now I'm like, crusty. I mean, you might as well join the party here. <laughs> well, really. Yeah. Well, and then I think that you're, you were saying, Laura, that you were like, I thought this was with your fifth kid, but maybe it's just mm. the generation before us had their fifth kid by the time they were like 30, <laughs> 32. Yeah, maybe. You know, so maybe it's just that's the true. age mixed with the. No, that's yeah. true, because your body maybe doesn't bounce back the exact way because you don't have the collagen you don't have the this and that that you would have had in your body when you were 20 so oh my gosh we're gonna solve something today we're yeah. scientists there's that <laughs> master's degree <laughs> master's degree Laura okay well let's switch gears just a little bit and then we can circle back to that if you have more tips because I liked it um so this podcast focuses a lot about um working and momming and kind of trying mm. to find well, we like to say happy balance, but we found that most of our we're guests are like, I hate the word, I hate balance. The word balance. And we're we like, mean balance. We just Us mean. Us too. Why? And then we delete it off A of our website. A stable place. Um, no, I don't know why. Because they think huh. it's unattainable, I guess. But. Let's use the word teeter. All right. <laughs> the All teetered right. place. Um, but have you, uh, have you found any strategies or anything helpful mm. of kind of separating when is work time, when is mom time? Do you feel like it all can kind of messily coexist? Uh, what you got? That's a work in progress for sure. Um, and we have a little bit, I don't know if it's different or not from uh, other people you've talked to, but I am the person working full time and my husband Todd is the primary caregiver. So, oh, wow. um, so that's a little bit reversed and I'm working at home and she's at home with him fun so and like when i say home you know it's not like a studio in the backyard or a basement or attic it is one room away with the door closed you know her going mama mama (laughs) mama yeah so that i think there are so many challenges that come just from that where it's like Because it goes both ways. You'll either be like, you know, working on whatever and I can hear her and she's crying about something and you are just like dying inside and, you know, trying to like do your work and still focus or it's the opposite and you hear her like the biggest laugh fest ever and you're like, well, I'm glad you're having fun without me, you know, and so (laughs) like yesterday, you know, Todd, what you should do, you have to think of things to do with a one-year-old for... The whole day, you know, every day by yourself. So, but like he took her in the sprinkler and Mm. I'm inside and he like has her like doing her first sprinkler time ever, you Mm. know, like without me. And so I was like making lunch during part of it. And I'm just like staring out the window while I'm like making my lunch. Like I can be a part of this. I'm watching. So (laughs) things like that definitely make it challenging. So you just, you just have to like. You just have to make the best of it and and do what you can do. And, you know, if you hear, like, crying, you just got to, like, take a deep breath and keep going and shout suggestions sometimes to Todd. <laughs> maybe, she, maybe she needs this, you know. Binky. Yeah. yeah. But it didn't, uh, it didn't start that way, did it? Because uh, when she first came on the scene, yeah. uh, he was gone a lot, right? Yes. No, yeah. It's totally flipped. Um, he's been home since uh, November, beginning of November, doing that. Um, but up until then, I was um, going back to work after my maternity leave. So I went back at three months. Um, but I kind of started out being... We, we had to, like, move things around a little bit. So I was still doing as many, like, posts as I could, but Todd um, was gone. He was in Europe and then did, like, a three-month tour um, after that. Um, so, yeah, it was me by myself with her and trying to work as much as I possibly could, either while she was napping or sleeping at night or, you know, next to me on a blanket and... Um, and without having just like the general support of right. somebody else that just helps you with everything you need help with when you're home alone with the baby, um, uh. that was definitely challenging. I don't that I don't that couldn't have been like a long term solution for me. I think, um, but we were just kind of doing it for like a short time until we could figure something else out. So we just kind of had to power through it. But that was rough. Right. That was rough. Man, that's yeah. a lot. Because even if your husband was working like seven thirty a.m. to like 
8 p.m. Yeah. Even just having mm. someone to like split the random overnight yeah. calls is or or just to really do nice. a home chore like when you get back, can you wash these bottles or do these dishes or do this laundry or just you know all the millions of other things yes. that you do that have nothing to do with the baby, like calling insurance about right, <laughs> some yeah. dental problem or you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a million things. I mean, that's so. a lot. Yeah. And you spent quite a bit of time even before Lola um, at home alone a lot, right? Yeah. So um, this is the first time that he's kind of been like home um, indefinitely or we're not totally sure. But um, since I've known him really, I mean, we've been, I met him in 2002 um, and there's only been maybe a year or two before now that he hasn't been touring full-time when he was between jobs before he joined Mute Math. So, um, so yes, I was very used to not having him around. I didn't like it, um, but I was used to it. Um, And so you have to deal with all the things that come along with that, which is a lot, and you miss out on a lot of each other's lives and... um, you know, you miss birthdays and holidays and you missed my master's graduation and you just, you know, lots of other things. So, um, so yeah, that's tough. It's, it's not a, it's not an easy life for sure. I mean, that's what I had built my whole, um, personal blog around, um, because I lived in Springfield, Missouri and, you know, I was married to a full-time traveling musician and nobody else I knew was, (laughs) And (laughs) so, you know, like you would just, there's just no one else I could commiserate with because you'd be Uh talking to someone else and they, their husband's like a dentist and you're like, oh, so they're like home every night. He was like, that must be so nice for you, you know? Yeah. Oh, he takes Fridays off. Wow. And still makes $300,000 a year. Oh, man, are you okay? Yeah, but you're complaining you haven't spent much time together. Oh, okay. So. (laughs) Um, so I was just like all right I just I don't my life is like so weird and so random compared to everybody else's so I'll just make that kind of be like you know an outlet for talking about those types of things and I did have like and I do have like a little online community of other uh, wives or girlfriends that know what that's like and that's really helpful Um, but then of course I did that for how many years and then we decided that we were moving to Nashville um, and my probably like third thought after we decided to move to Nashville was like, I have the dumbest blog name in the world for someone that lives in Nashville. Like <laughs> it made more the sense band wife, like, uh, who isn't, you know, it's so everyone's like, which one there's 30,000. Yeah. Cause it's like, it's so, it's just like so ridiculous. And I was like, Oh my gosh, maybe I should change it. It's so, it's so, it feels so stupid now to like, have it be named that. But, um, but I knew it was kind of a little community for people like I still get emails constantly Aww. from people that are dating a musician or you know getting serious with a musician and they're scared and they're freaked out and they don't want to be lonely and they're asking for advice and so I've just kind of like still kept all that stuff because it seems to be helpful for yeah some people so that's good your advice is get a cat obviously yes get that is literally one of my points is animal <laughs> companionship I have like a post on like if you have a traveling spouse, partner, you'll want to do these six or seven things to combat loneliness. And that's that's one of them. That was the thing that saved me, actually, was getting my cat, mm-hmm. Charlie. Um, she was registered as a therapy animal uh, because our rental house wouldn't let you have cats. And so I had to, like, go to the doctor and be like, but I'm real lonely. And he was like, <laughs> all right, I'll write you a note. And it worked. <laughs> It is therapy. This is my therapy. Yeah. Can you get Charlie a little uh, vest that says, don't pet me, I'm working. I'm working. Um, I could. Uh, Make but, that your next tutorial. Yeah. Make it pink oh, and yeah. bedazzled. Yeah. She, I mean, she hasn't, like, done, like, all the training. Like, you know, those dogs and animals are, like, they have, like, certificates. Legit they are trained. Animals. She's like, <laughs> right. I'm just be around and be furry and cute, and I hope that's enough for you. And Aww. it is. You know, so. <laughs> it, is. it is. So I can I can imagine as like as hard as it is to be apart for so much of your like week mm-hmm. and month in life, but I imagine like the reuniting is probably like in my mind it's probably like a romantic comedy and there's like 
angels that sing and like it's like the rain starts kind of yeah every time. kind of i mean so oh go ahead well you don't have that now so that, no we have we are together a lot <laughs> you we are too creative are together hey, a whole lot yes um yeah. so that is very different um and i also i had another post about that too that was like why do i hate my husband when he comes home from tour <laughs> Um, because when you're not used to being together all the time and then you are, it, they can just annoy the crap out of you. Um, because you're not used to like each other's rhythms or the way they do things or, um, and I know a ton of moms, especially, uh, with traveling partners and kids, like it gets, it gets even worse when they're yeah, home. That's not how we parent. Yeah. Because yeah. they're like, no, no, they go, they have this bottle at this time and you don't know this, but this is what we do before bed. And like, they just like totally mess up their routine when they come right. home. Like I'm the fun one. I do the fun exactly. stuff because I've been gone. No. Yeah. And so like we had like one of the biggest like arguments in our marriage, like after a tour was over, like about doing the dishes. And it's just, that's just like classic because, you know, especially like the guys when they're on tour, like they don't have to do anything. Like right. they just like sit around so much of the day and they do work really hard, like during the show. Um, and depending on the band, they work harder or less hard with some of the like crew stuff if they have crew or if they're their own crew. But, um, right. but yeah, like I've been on tour, there's a lot of sitting around and hanging out and <laughs> being on your phone and Reddit. So, um, not cooking, no, not cleaning, not, not, cooking, not, cleaning not calling insurance. So, um, so when they get back, you know, it's like, they're kind of like exhausted from being on the road. Cause that's, you know, it's like if someone stuck you in a hotel room forever, you'd be like, I just want to go home. You're tired of right. it. But it still is like, Oh, we got to do stuff around here. Okay. Now that you're home. Exactly, because you've been waiting for weeks or months for them to come home, and you have a giant list of things that you needed their help with that you can't do yourself. And right. so sometimes that can be a little bit of a butting heads where they're like, I just need to decompress. And you're like, well, the water heater's been leaking for two months, so you can <laughs> oh decompress later. That's that's a lot. Decompress yeah. the water heater. <laughs> exactly. Right? So, right. you know, I mean, I think if you, that's definitely something where, like, if you have good communication, that's a big plus because those can turn into, like, I'm sure really bad, really bad times instead of joyful times to have them home. And so the faster you can kind of, like, be like, okay, this is what it is. This is what's happening. We're not used to being around each other. Like, let's make a little plan and get over this and then we can be back in love and ready to hang out. So. Yeah. yeah, so you guys need to take, like, tiny little <laughs> retreats so you can have the reunion again. I can do oh, the Oh, now, yeah, well, he is planning a guy's retreat, so he can do that, <laughs> do that next. Which next is probably, week. like, less than a week, and you're like, oh, that's fine. Right, that's like a, <laughs> I can do like that. a healthy separation right there. Yeah, that's funny. Man, what a whirlwind. So, like, gone for three months, mm-hmm. now he stays at home with your kid while you watch him out the window yes. with a sprinkler. yes. That is dramatic. Yes. But, I mean, and we don't know exactly what's going to happen in the future, so we just know it's, like, kind of the best setup for us um, right now with everything that's going on. And, and it's really great for her, I mean, to be home all day yeah. with her dad, and he's the better, more fun, calmer parent of both of us. And so <laughs> if she's going to spend more time with somebody, it's probably better that it's fun, calm dad. Um <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's, it's great for her. And I, you know, I do love getting to hear her little laugh or see her go Aww. by or swoop in for a kiss and, and all that stuff. So, so working from home, do you feel like you have a clear, like end of day where you can kind of shut down the work brain and kind of go into mom brain? Um, I mean, that's hard for me, but that's not just like a work thing. That's like an everything thing. Um, cause my brain is just always going and always on. So the best way for me to combat that and not get too sucked into one or the other, um, is usually to make lists and add things to my like reminders on, you know, like Siri, remind me to call about that one thing tomorrow for post that Insurance. I forgot, you know? Yeah. Or, but just, just like. Because if I don't know that I'll remember to do it later, then I, like, can't get it out of my mind, and I probably go need to do it right now or need to go do it now. So um, so if I'm doing, like, the mom thing and a work thought comes up or, like, something I missed or I need to check in on this or that, like, I, 
I should just like make a note of it and then go back to the mom thing um, and vice versa. Because usually once I like have it down somewhere and I know like, okay, I'll get to that tomorrow, I'm okay. Um, right. So it's out, it's out of your brain and onto something yeah. else. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. like the worst is whenever you're like mostly asleep and you just thought of something you needed to do <laughs> that you keep forgetting and you're like, oh my gosh, I want to write it down because if I don't, I'm going to forget, but I'm so tired and so I'm not going <laughs> to. And then you just like lay there half asleep worrying about forgetting about it, you know. And then you dream that you put it into your phone and then you wake up and you think, did I really put it in my phone or did I dream that I put it in my phone? Yeah. yeah. And then you put it in your phone and you get in trouble from your husband for having the phone on bright Ooh. while he's trying to sleep. Mm. That's, that, that sounds that's weirdly specific. specific. That's specific. No, I don't like phones anywhere near the sleeping area. Like, Am I right? Yeah. Up top. Because no. it's for sleeping. Oh, 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 that's oh, where you mostly. went with that. Okay. Right. No, I'm like a big, mostly. like, no electronics near, like, the bedroom because I don't want to think about anything else, you know. Yeah, that's I good. I just want to, like, like go that. to bed and be like, there's nothing else in here. Like, a home office in your bedroom would be, like, my nightmare. Because I, oh, I could yeah. just never, like, be awake. I just couldn't sleep. You'd have your, like, whole calendar just staring at you sleep. Yeah. Like, you're not being productive right now. Yeah, so same thing, I mean... With, like, TVs or phones or, you know, it's just, like, more distractions are, like, right next to you. And you're like, I can't. I got to go to bed. That's good. That's a good practical tip. That is a practical tip. Can I throw in a random question? Yeah. So, since we're talking about bodies, (laughs) I feel like you're one of the people that I see who takes photos Uh and always is positioned, like, in a good way. Oh, and then sometimes <clears throat> I'm in a photo, I would say majority of the time. Yeah. And no matter what I do, <laughs> I, I don't look, look like Laura. Awkward. <laughs> not even not look like Laura. It's distractingly uncomfortable looking. So when someone's <clears throat> like, oh, I need to take pictures of you for this thing or yeah. like family photos. And I'm like, just so you know, I'm really bad at this. And they're like, oh, whatever. <laughs> and then they take a few pictures and they're like, maybe put your arm here. <laughs> they're like, like, you are broken. <laughs> like, yeah. So what mm-hmm. uh, what are some like quick just like um, how to position yourself? Yeah, just show in a positive us for the podcast. Just show uh, us what they'll, they'll hear it. I sometimes I think I look better not looking straight ahead most of the time, mm. which I think a lot of okay. people. Well, it depends on the person, I guess. But um, so I don't always look straight ahead in photos. I might look like a little to the left or to the right or to the person I'm with. Um, That's a good tip. I do that too. I actually face away from the camera. You also, dare I say, have a great jawline. The back of my head (laughs) is my my go-to. I feel like my profile is not my strong suit because I don't love my jawline as much, but yours is is working for you. No, no, I'll tell you, uh, back of the head. Well, but yeah, so it's just, but that's like how my face is. So, you know, not everybody's face would be like that. Or different stances even. Like, you know, usually if you... um, well, it depends, but it depends on the outfit, too. Like, some outfits I think I would look better standing up straight. Oh, here's, okay, here's the secret. Do you want to know the secret? There yeah. it is. Here there it is. We, we've been waiting, is Laura. my secret. I take 10,000 photos. <laughs> yes. And one. pray to God yes. that there is one that I like. And that is, okay. I mean, literally what I do. I mean, yeah, I've been, like, taking photos of myself or having my photo taken for a very, very long time, even before I was with The Beautiful Mess. Um, but so that, you know, you you learn, like, what you like and angles and things that you have. But but also, I just take, like, a million. And, and every, if you, like, see bloggers taking photos, what happens is, like, you hear, like, the click or you know there's a click happening. You just don't see the, hear the click on iPhones or whatever. But you just do tiny movements, like, Every couple of seconds. Work it, work it, work it, smize. And that's like with like your face, with your body, you put your arm up, you put your arm down, you stand straight, you, you know, do like the one leg in front. You just like do a million different things because if someone, like if you've ever taken a picture of someone and they don't move and you're like, I guess I'll keep taking some. So you have options, (laughs) but you're not moving. So there's no options. I've done that on the opposite end of that. Like, I'm the one not moving, yeah. getting my picture taken. And then I look back through them, and I'm like, 
oh man, I don't like that angle. Yeah. Well, good thing I never changed that angle the whole time, <laughs> yes. which means I don't like any of these. Exactly. No, it's like, like it drives me crazy when someone's taking the picture, but you don't know that they are yet. And so you didn't get to move like at all. You just are, they're like, all right, we're done. And then you're like, okay, so I'm stuck. You just took like 10 lightning photos of the same pose. Yeah. And I hope that one is okay. Cause I have no options. Yeah. So That's that great. is my secret. Great take information. A bajillion okay. and take a bazillion. Move around. And, yeah. and then, you know, if you do that enough, you'll be like, oh, when I put my one arm up and stick this one leg out, like, <laughs> I think that actually looks pretty good, you know? And you'll be like, okay, that's now my pose. That's, that's now to the pose. Yeah. Ooh, I, I love it. I love it every time. <laughs> and also, just who cares? So there's that part of it. <laughs> that's <laughs> my tip. That's it. Who cares? Yeah. Ah. So. Oh, man, so good. Um, okay, well, we have two more lightning round questions for you. Number one, do you have a morning routine? Mm. In what sense? Like food and everything? Yeah. You you pick. Make you feel like best day, Laura's best day, living her best life. Of the morning? Oh, okay. The morning would be my best life. I get to like sleep in. Lola sleeps in crazy amounts. So I get to like wash my hair <laughs> and do makeup with like... A cup of coffee, and then breakfast is made for me. I did not make oh, it. I like this. And then we have, like, a beautiful little brunch on the back patio where I didn't make the food, and I'm clean and have makeup on, and everybody's happy. I like oh, it. Oh, good I answer. Like it. So. And then uh, this is really important and probably pretty vulnerable. Uh, what is your most frequently used emoji? Yes, this is important. Oh, definitely the one with, like, the face and the two hands in front of it. Oh uh, yeah, like is it a like, jazz hand? Is it it's a like hug? an excited like? Eee! Yeah, we don't know. Like for it's sure. like a yeah, like yeah, it's so cute. Like that kind of a yeah, face. yeah, love it. That's like I ta-da! That, I kind of make that sound when I send it. <laughs> I always make the ee. Okay, okay. Like a man, we might have been miscommunicating for a while. Like a scary <laughs> she doesn't know I've tried to quit the podcast like four times. Oh, and awkward. She keeps reading uh, that emoji wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Laura, are you available to host a podcast? <laughs> um. Okay, well, that was awesome, and we are going to play a funny game with Laura real quickly right after this break. Katie. Yes. I know sometimes memberships make you stressed out. They stress me out so much. If I hear the (laughs) word membership and anything like recurring, anything, I'm just, I I picture (laughs) that my house is suddenly just filled of products and I can't stop it and it's just like coming at me. And I just start, like I have to create a closet just with my toothpastes. Right. Grove Collaborative makes it so easy to find natural home products and personal care products. So here are my top reasons you should check out their VIP membership. Okay. And not be scared. I'm scared. Okay, they have a monthly convenient product reminder so that you never run out, but you're also in complete control. Everything is customizable, it's easy to find. So it's, it's not just like It's automatic. not like a secret, automatic, whatever. No, you can always look in there and completely change all of the dates, or if there's a product that you don't want that's on there, you just exit off if you don't want it. Two, you can add or remove items easily at any time. You can have hand sanitizer shipped every month if you need it, or every six months if your toddler's cleaner than mine. And you get a Grove Guide. That's your little happy helper. And they have 100% happiness guarantee with no questions asked. So literally, even if for some reason you like accidentally messed up something and ordered 700 hand sanitizers, Mm -hmm. that could make you not happy. And they want to make you happy. Mm -hmm. Zero stress. Okay, I like that. Does that make you feel better? That makes me feel better. It's an all-lose situation. Ladies, go to grove.co slash sk. That's grove.co slash sk and sign up. Grove makes it easy to have a happy, healthy home. Okay, so for this segment, we are going to play a little game that we've come up with. Yep. Um, it might involve some some just memory. It's more like a memory game. Oh, no. Yeah, it's a memory um, game for you. And it's called <gasps> Who Wore What? Okay. So <laughs> we're going to name an outfit that's appeared on your Instagram feed. Oh, my God. And you have to tell us if you wore it. Todd wore it, Lola wore it, or a cat wore it. Okay. Yep. Okay. See if you can remember. No cheating. No cheating. Okay. Okay. We'll start off. We'll start off easy. Um, I'm looking at like a logo, logoed shirt that says the dude. Todd. At yeah. abides the dudette. The abides. dudette abides. Dudette abides. Yeah. Todd. <laughs> Just kidding. That's Lola. 
<laughs> he does he go. does have a the dude shirt, so they're kind of matching. Oh, okay. It's a false start. It was a false okay, start. It was a false start. It was a false start. Okay. Okay. Um a white casual button up. Uh-huh. That has cheetahs on it. Not cheetah print. She does. Yep. Uh Todd. Good. Very good. Oh, memory. Memory. Hold on. Very good. Hold on. This is this one's gonna be kinda hard. This one's hard for me. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> it's got pom poms on it, multicolored pom poms. Mm-hmm. Is it you, Lola, Todd? Me. Me? Correct. Okay, okay. I have another one. This one involves boobs. Okay. Um, flesh colored. Um, sequenced blue shells on, on the breast regions. Oh, trick question, Lola and Laura. Oh, nailed it. Nailed it. Okay. Halloween costume for those of you wondering. Yeah. Go find her on Instagram. No, that was our grocery cutie. store outfit. Oh, grocery store? Just kidding. Oh, I was like, oh my gosh, I totally read that wrong. Okay. Oh, Shaylee. Oh, I'm she, really It's because she's subtle. It's she's subtle. It. She's got that subtle, subtle dry wit that I enjoy. So you don't have to explain until you do Okay, have this to one's a gingham print, and it kind of looks like maybe it could go off the shoulder if you wanted it to, but mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily have to. Kind of got a ruffle. Ooh, okay. Yeah, actually, that's a trick question, but you might not know it, because I have a dress that fits that description exactly. <laughs> However, I think you're looking at an outfit of Lola. Very good. Wow. Oh, you it's just like you for it. think about what you post and you remember what's on there, yeah. which is... Uh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's, that's good. good. Okay. Um, skin tight, long-sleeved, white dress. Me. Todd. Incorrect. <laughs> what? No, that is your maternity photo. You, oh, you yeah, look yeah. hot. Hot. Ow. Okay. Poor do Todd. We, do we have one to end on? I think we have one more to end on. Um, casual, comfortable, gray top. Oh, that's all of us, I would think. It's all of us! <laughs> and even the cat. Even the cat. Even the cat. Oh, the cat. cat. Where do you get cat shirts? Comfortable gray top. Yep. Oh. Right there. I love it. Guys, you're so cute. That's cute family. Cute Well done. They are cute. And thank you for your precious time. Oh, yes. you're welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm sorry, you can't Anytime. See Wait, where can people find you? We'll link all of your sites in the show notes, but if they're just listening. Sure, sure, sure. Um, well, my personal blog is thebandwifeblog.com, and then my Instagram is gummergal. Last name Gummerman, so I'm gummergal. And then I do post for the blog A Beautiful Mess. All, all right. right. Thank so you. Come and find Thank me. Thank you very much. Come and find me. It really depends, honestly, because it depends on you and your body and your face. So if we had your body and your face, like, what would we do? Um, Which I will, after the operation. We will okay. after the operation. We, we're both going to look exactly like you. Next week, we're going to talk about moving, packing, and all the tips to do it without losing your mind. And an update on our houses. We now have officially bought houses, left the other ones behind. Uh, Spoiler, they need a lot of work. So hear those plans and some practical tips next week. Shaylee and Katie's Lemonade Stand was recorded in Springfield, Missouri. Thank you so much for listening. We love hearing from you guys on Instagram, email, especially our favorite place of all, iTunes reviews. Guys, we love reviews and they help other people hear about the podcast and we actually read every single one. We read them and we squeal and we screenshot them. Then and we maybe text we talk to each It's weird, but anyway, we appreciate you guys and thank you so much for sharing the podcast on social media. If you want to reach out, you can contact us at shayleeandkatie at gmail.com or find us at shayleeandkatie.com. We could not do this without you and we love you. We love you. We're in love with you. Too soon.